Hey there, good afternoon everybody. The Other Pace Radio, that's us, we're here today. Hope everybody's doing okay. WBCA, LP 102.9 FM Boston. Boston's community radio station. We're really happy to be here. Wow, boy, it's time flown. I don't know. What are we doing here with this time, folks? I mean, you know, time's moving, that's all I can say. We want to talk about holidays coming up, what they mean, and why we need to be a little more understanding about what holidays denote Juneteenth. Notice that. Slaves were no longer slaves. Emancipation Proclamation was declared by the United States government that slavery was over. And it happened on June the 19th, and I think it was in Texas where the first decree was made and it didn't get around and they had a second one. And now we have one. A lot of people equate holidays such as Juneteenth, which, by the way, has been declared declared a national holiday. And people get together and they celebrate with food and different kinds of festivities. Somewhere in that celebration, there is not enough education as it relates to what brought on the Emancipation Proclamation, what brought on Juneteenth, and why we need to be more mindful that our children began to understand the importance of Juneteenth, Emancipation Proclamation, and the other variables that are a part of it that were a part of ending slavery in the United States of America. Of course, slavery was declared illegal in other countries way before the United States decided to end slavery. We were a little late there, the United States was. And so we worked this country, our ancestors did, who were in fact living in Africa with no slavery of our people but we were captured and brought on ships to the Western Hemisphere 
that included Jamaica, that included Brazil, that included other countries, Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, I don't know what, I don't remember what their name was at that particular time. But these ships dropped off human cargo and they were held captive for centuries. They worked, they were brutalized, they were terrorized for centuries. The slaves or the captured people that came from Africa and parts of Africa were denied their culture values and their religion. They were forbidden to speak their native language, use their names, think independently, not read, not write. In other words, all of their culture value was co-opted by being a slave. You could, they couldn't speak their own language, so they were taught not in a school setting, but they were taught and they adapted. And that's one of the things about the human condition and the ability to adapt, to survive. And that's why some of the slaves the black slaves, in most cases, spoke the language and incorporated it as the years went by as their own. Because within two generations, let's say which is about 40 years, their language among their people in most cases was forgotten. So they didn't have any other choice but to speak that language to communicate between the slave owner, the slaves, and the slaves, and the slaves. And you see the power of the Spanish government during that time when they had conquistadors and they had priests that were warriors. The Jesuit society represents that type of... Uh, of uh, that level of influence, the Jesuits priests were priests, and they were also warriors. They fought. They had children, and so their children that were born out of wedlock were slaves, most of them, and they took on the customs, and later the religion of their captors. You no longer can speak your language. You no longer know anything about your custom. 
you have become shadow, property, no history. Everything is a mystery. But that would change later on. But right now I'm trying to get to the African ancestors that came into the United States in the millions. Western Hemisphere in the millions. It was, in, in fact, a holocaust. That word fits. Using the criteria that was later put in place of how you try to take a people and do them the way that we were treated, meaning our ancestors, for hundreds of years. And that process, we got to learn about. This is the other page, Radio WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston. My name is Hayward Fennell, and this is Boston's Community Radio Station. Emancipation Proclamation, Juneteenth. I have the same background based on people being deprived, humiliated, isolated. I mean, it was terrible. And then came the Civil War declared by a Republican president by the name of Abraham Lincoln. In the United States, they had this civil war declared against the South because the South did not want to stop slavery. They had made so much money Slaves were property. Yeah. They were owned. They had no rights at all. That's why people fight so hard today for their rights. That's one of the reasons. For instance, today they don't have guns in their fight for their rights, but right here, in the city of Boston, you have people that are trying to have a home to live in, and there's some kind of a collaboration between federal, city, and state offices that deal with housing that is trying to change and reconfigure what the housing looks like for poor people. Poor people meaning people that are receiving subsidies so that they can live, you know, like a Section 8 in a decent apartment. And because of the housing boom and the lack of transparency with more manipulation by property managers and tenants that work with the property, property managers, people are fighting for their rights. Fighting for their rights. That's an ongoing story. 
because the South was defeated during the Civil War. And for them, that was very painful. For the black people that were slaves, as most of us were, this was good news. But we had no place to go. So many of them stayed around, worked on the farms as sharecroppers, sharing the crop. And so they had to have essentials, and they ended up with this share of the crop having to give up some of that. And they really didn't have bank accounts or other ways of saving their money. They were destitute. They were desperate. Even though the Emancipation Proclamation declared them free, they were restricted because they couldn't move. They were not educated. They didn't have anything. But what they had is celebrated on Juneteenth. Juneteenth is a day of mourning, not a day to celebrate and forget about the struggle. Lots and lots of people across the United States will have picnics and a lot of other festivities. But then there are some that know what Juneteenth represents. And on Saturday, you'll be able to go to the Museum of Afro-American Artists at 300 Walnut Ave Maybe around noon, they'll start with the drums and people will come up and they will do their program, talk about Juneteenth and why it is important that we continue to build on that legacy. Folks, if you look at what's going on in the Nubian Notion Square, it is really something. It is so sad. I'll be right back. The Oscar Micheaux Family Theater Program is a Boston nonprofit. They hope to teach the importance of community service through the art of theater, looking to establish a year-round community-based family theater organization with full theater productions by people from the community. For more information, you can visit www.oscarmichellerep.tripod.com. These are the sounds of a dinner. A dinner that almost didn't happen. A dinner now served thanks to people like you. Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. 
Donations are being accepted at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America. 200 Food Bank Strong. Are you a veteran or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Back again here, folks, with the other page radio. My name's Hayward Fennell, um, WBCLP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. And what I was saying was that we kind of got away from the importance of understanding our history. That is really not a mystery that the Emancipation Proclamation blending into June 19th is definitely something that we need to learn about. Uh, schools need to have it in their curriculums because our history is so strong and so real. That's why you have a lot of children that don't know their direction because we're not really giving them the information that they need to have to know about their history and their legacy. As a United States Army veteran, I just want to say that the sacrifices that our veterans made, they need to know about that. So what's happening now is that the veterans and friends of the General Everett O. Gordine Military uh, Park, right across the street from Station 2, on the corner of Washington and Malcolm X Boulevard, you see the little park that's being worked on. And along with the park being worked on is a statue being worked on that's named after General Edward O. Gordine. This statue, when it goes up in that park, will give people a better understanding of the fights and the struggles that our veterans were involved since July 4th, 1776. Recently, there was a rededication of the 54th Volunteer Massachusetts Regiment downtown, right across the street from the State House. Saw the pictures in the banner. Lot of people, lot of veterans. The groundbreaking for the statue that's going up in the General Edward O. Gordine Veterans Memorial Park. When they broke those grounds, there was a lot of people there. But let me tell you something. They should be there. Kids should be there. Because what we are talking about is veterans, their sacrifices, and the importance of the sacrifices. 
Next month, July 4th, is the date that the United States government decided after battle with the British that we were a country. Our people, our ancestors, these black men, black women that were spies, etc., throughout the history of the United States of America have been there fighting. July 4th is a day of honor for black veterans that fought some without uniforms. So when you see this statue, when it's in place in our community, a lot of people are going to be coming to see that statue. And we want to do some educating around that. Working with youth in the schools, creating a curriculum so that they can Tell our guests about a statue that's in their community that adds value to our community, adds value to our legacy. It takes away from the glitter of what slavery was back then. Here we are, put in the belly of the ships, in 1600s, 1700s, summer 1800s, the United States did, bringing our forefathers, our ancestors to be chained, beaten, terrorized, isolated, and later to find the descendants of those that were chained fighting in foreign lands for a freedom that we yet have gotten. Oh, sure, we can vote. Oh, sure, we can have a car. But can we have the opportunities that we require to even the playing field? This is the Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell. I'm happy to be here today. We'll be right back, folks. Potential is everywhere. It's in every child and every community. Big Brothers Big Sisters of Eastern Massachusetts works to transform communities by empowering, defending, and igniting the potential of youth across Eastern Massachusetts, ensuring every child has the support from caring adults that they need for healthy development and success in life. Big Brothers Big Sisters fosters one-to-one mentoring relationships between child and adult, helping the youth in our communities achieve their fullest potential. But at any given moment, there are hundreds of children in our region in need of a caring adult role model. Do you have what it takes to become a defender of potential? You can learn more at massbaybigs.org. 
If you are struggling to afford internet service for your household, there is a new government program that may be able to help. It's called the Affordable Connectivity Program, and it provides up to a $30 monthly discount to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov ACP or call toll-free at 877-384-2575. That's 877-384-2575. Folks, this is me again. Hey, with Fennell on uh, the other page of radio, trying to find these PSAs because I want to make sure our veterans know what's going on. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. (laughs) The dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Back again, folks. This is Haywood Fennell. And, uh, yeah, busy day today, but I just want to leave you with some thinking uh, around our children in school. Now, we got a new uh, superintendent coming in. I guess you saw all the hoobla around changing the superintendent. Our schools, uh, you know, you really need to look at that. Parents, uh, I, I'm, I'm concerned that we're not doing the job we need to do for our children to be able to learn in the manner that they need to be able to read. Our children are behind in their reading level. So if they're behind in their reading level, they're behind in their learning level because we read to learn when we learn to read. I'm say that again. We read to learn when we learn to read. We can become the person that we want to be if we can read. A family that reads together learns together. I mean, you can have all kinds of conversations, conflict resolution, uh, just sharing facts. Uh, there's an excitement that goes with learning to read and reading to learn. Back and forth verbal exchanges, learning words, get the dictionary out, let's check it together. A lot of our students are being passed instead of promoted. That's what I'm hearing. And the reason why they're being passed and not promoted is because a lot of the educational policies dictate that these kids get the education that they're required to have, but yet they can't read and they are not promoted but passed so that the other kids can move up. 
Then they got a strategy of closing the schools. I know you know about that. Why should we be closing schools and not keeping schools open or reinventing or reconfigurating the curriculums that we have to make them more appealable and exciting to our children to make them want to stay in school and be in school instead of the school, some of them being incubators for criminal thoughts. Because if you're in there and you're not thinking but stinking, you're going to get yourself in a lot of trouble, students. And parents are going to be going to court and trying to figure out how that happened. You hear a lot of times when you hear parents say, not my child. She wouldn't do that. I know my child. Have you ever thought about asking your child to bring their friends home so you could meet them and they could meet you as a parent? Have you ever done that? Should you do that? Don't you want to know who your children's friends are? My mother sure asked me that. And I brought them. And I wasn't ashamed of my friends. Kids, learn to read. Get your parents to read with you. Explaining things, learning things. It's more than just sports. Because when you go to look for a job, and I'm not knocking sports now. Don't go around saying that the other page radio is anti-sports because we're not. But what I'm saying is, let's look at what your learning options are. How many times have you been in the library this week? How many times? And who did you go with? What book did you get? They are readable. They've been evaluated by an organization called Generations Incorporated that works with the Boston Public Schools around helping kids become attracted to learning by learning to read. Oh, that sounds so wonderful. Helping people to learn by learning to read. And I began to read more as I began to learn. A lot of people, they learn by watching computer games and computer stories and movies and videos. But when you learn how to read and find a definition of words and talk about the word and where it came from, that's powerful. That is powerful. When you can sit down and read 10 to 15 paragraphs, you know what a paragraph is, right? A group of words or sentences with one meaning. Remember that? And so if you're able to do that and then have a conversation about it with other people 
exchanging thoughts and ideas about the same subject. That expands your knowledge base right there. We got to work on that because, like I said, you don't want to get a Corey criminal offenders records identification process. And you get that document, it's like having a birth certificate almost. And that it goes with your name. It means that you've been in court. It means that you have fingerprints. It means that you did something that caused you to get your fingerprints that never changed as long as you live as your record. Building Black Better is a program that is being introduced by a young brother by the name of Law Ward, and it has to do with some thoughts around being better through education and not getting a quarry. Stay on the straight and narrow. We can do these things, and we can keep our children from having a this, this uh, dysfunction, disproportionate number of cases in court. You don't want to go to court. You don't want a probation officer because once that probation officer gets in your life, he or she it's not going anywhere. You are stuck until you finish with what it is that you required to do according to the court's instructions. Bill, lack, better. Don't stop learning. The other page of radio, my name is Haywood Fennell. This is again Boston's community-based radio station. Now, folks, I know y'all want to know about the upcoming 25th celebration, 25th year celebration, excuse me, of the Oscar Michaud Family Theater Program. 25 years in July Triad Veterans League has been involved in building a community-based radio station and a community-based theater program, a community-based television program that will bring us together as a community and we can work together to enrich our cultural understanding of who we are and what we did. We started off with the Emancipation Proclamation, which included Juneteenth. We're talking about our history, the importance of reading. We're touching bases with things that are essential to our having solid development. We're talking about strategies that will allow us to achieve if you can read, you can do a lot. If you know your history, it's because you've read it. You can explain it. 
And if you want, you can debate it. But if you can't read, you can't really make a forceful presentation, you're not going to go anyplace. You're not going anywhere. When we talk about the Oscar Michaud Family Theater Program Company having 25 years this year as a community-based theater program, you're saying a lot. Imagine sitting there talking about the Harlem Renaissance period, the most culturally significant time, not in black history, but in American history. You're talking about a people from the Emancipation Proclamation time. Remember we talked about Emancipation Proclamation. Remember when we talked about Juneteenth. Remember when we talked about being captured and brought from one country to another where you was free and now you find yourself in chains. You can't know that if you don't read. Reading is more than fundamental. Reading is necessary that you know what the deal is. You can't look for a job and you got reading on the level that you can do the job. Find an interest in reading. Get a group of people, two, three. Get a book. Get a dictionary so you can look up the word if you don't know what it means or how to pronounce it. But read. That's a message from the Veterans Reading Brigade. Yeah, we have a Veterans Reading Brigade. And we have some veterans that are in our theater program. Veterans are an overlooked and underused community resource. No doubt about it. But we're so grateful that on November the 12th at Roxbury Community College Media Arts Center, the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program will open up its 22-23 performance season. And we will dedicate our first performance this year to our veterans. That's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the 369th Fighting Regiment out of Harlem, used to be called the Hellcats, who went to France in 1918 and fought with the French for the French's freedom, which they gained with many of them coming back to the United States, but a lot of them remained in France because they thought that life would be better in France than in the United States. And they were right. 
three years later, 2021, the ancestors from the Harlem Renaissance, folks like Josephine Baker and uh, Brick Top, Langston Hughes, and a lot of black people that were intellectuals and artists went to France. People from the 369th Infantry Regiment, they was there waiting for them. So they was having a good time in France. They having a better time in France than they was having in their own country, the United States. But, but, things changed. They realized that France was not the country of their birth. And that their ancestors built the United States of America and died for this country called the United States of America. And that they should go back to America and claim their rightful places. Has it been easy? No. No, nothing come easy. Has it been tough? Uphill battles usually are tough. Uphill battles usually are tough. But on November the 12th and the 13th at Roxbury Community College, they will take that stage, the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program, We'll take that stage and tell this story about our history not being a mystery. They will sing. They will dance. They will bring in a new feature to the play, hip-hop. Yeah, we got some new singers and some new folks. Got 369th Infantry Regiment. Uh, mentioned there, we're talking about having an exciting and a good time. A good time is there for you all. We're going to keep talking about it because we want you there. Some of y'all have seen us perform before, but I got to say, this year, it's going to be a little different. It's going to be a little more pizzazz. When we tell that story about coming back to America to claim our rights. And I don't want you to misunderstand what's being said here. Because when I said coming to America, I don't want you to think about Asunio Hall and Eddie Murphy in the movie that they made. Because when I say coming to America, I'm talking about the ancestors that went to Europe in the 1921 time period and spent some time in France, making the adjustments, getting accepted, being welcomed, and then realizing that they had to go back to America. That's coming to America. That's what I'm talking about. And we're looking forward to working with Berkeley College of Music 
the Department of Africana Music under the supervision and guidance of Reverend Dr. Emmett G. Price III, play directed by Monica Anderson Spencer. We got it for you, folks. We got Luthenia Toot singing. We got Leon Bill singing. Ema Arrington. Star Force will be there with her father, Mark. We're putting it together for you, folks. This is our 25th year. And this is the Other Page Radio. We're here today because it's our time to be here. We're going to do a couple more PSAs before we slide on out of here. But don't forget what I said about those books and literacy. Passing as opposed to getting promoted. I mean, how could you accept less than when you're trying to be better than? How do you work that out? You can't work it out if you can't read. Potential is everywhere. It's in every child in every community. Big Brothers Big Sisters of Eastern Massachusetts works to transform communities by empowering, defending, and igniting the potential of youth across Eastern Massachusetts, ensuring every child has the support from caring adults that they need for healthy development and success in life. Big Brothers Big Sisters fosters one-to-one mentoring relationships between child and adult, helping the youth in our communities achieve their fullest potential. But at any given moment, there are hundreds of children in our region in need of a caring adult role model. Do you have what it takes to become a defender of potential? You can learn more at massbaybigs.org. We gotta go, folks. But don't forget what we were saying about the Emancipation Proclamation, Juneteenth, reading, Reading Red, Veterans Reading Brigade is coming up with a summer program for young readers. we have more on that next week. Thank you so much for being a part of our day. We hope that you got something out of it. Stay out of that sun. Don't run. Walk. Drink that water. God bless you.